welcome to another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm an interior stylist and author of Downsize with Style, the first practical style guide for empty nesters to achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. And today I'm very excited to announce that my book has won a bronze medal at the 2015 Independent Publisher Book Awards, National Results, Category Home and Garden. This was an email I got um, a few days ago and I was really happy about it um, because it's an international competition and there were about 2,750 indie authors and publishers who participated in this year's contest and... Um, uh, there were 78 national categories and 273 medalists in these categories. So most people, of course, coming from the United States and Canada and um, books from 10 overseas countries. So I'm very proud of this um, medal and this um, recognition um, for my book. And... Um, yeah, so if you want to have a closer look who else won, there is an, a website, the independentpublisher.com, where you can have a look about, um, um, we can ha have a look who has won and who has, um, in the different categories, who has submitted books. And, um, yeah, so it's, uh, the, this, um, book award was launched in 1996, and, um, there's over 3,000, um, awards have been, given to authors and publishers around the world already. The other thing I wanted to quickly mention is a, um, an interview that I came across this week on uh, Radio New Zealand um, from a guy called Joshua Fields Milburn. He is an American and together with a friend of his, they have published a book called Minimalism, Live a More Meaningful Life. And you heard me talking about this book in past episodes. I think that's one of the best books I came across last year. And so this guy, um, his life was basically turned upside down when his mother died and his marriage failed in the same month. And it made him think about what was important in his life, what he needed to keep and what he needed to give away. And together with his um, friend, Ryan Nicodemus, um, they started a website called The Minimalists. And um, it's amazing talk about and how, what, how, how many things they got rid of and what they did over a period of two years. So if you're interested to listening to that interview, you find it um, on the website um, www.radio.nz for New Zealand.co.nz. And there is an interview called Less is More with Joshua Fields Milburn. So have a look um, or have a listen to this if um, that sounds of interest to you. The other thing I came across um, this week is a an article or a blog post from Lisa Rutland from mybodycorporate.com.au and I have done a podcast actually with Lisa a while ago. It's episode 21 if you want to have a listen again. And um, so Lisa is a body corporate researcher and one of the most overlooked items when buying a unit is remembering to check that the body corporate approval has been granted for any changes. So if you are about to buy an apartment, um, you want to change some things, check that everything has, be, has, be, has been done properly. Um, 
Body corporate approvals are written documents from the committee to a lot owner granting permission for whatever is being sought. Um, it might be approval to keep a pet, to install a structure or an air conditioner or anything at all. So it's really important that you um, make sure you know everything about the unit you are, if there has been any approvals um, done, um, or what's going on, or if you want to change something that you have the right to do it. And the issue with these approvals is that some will transfer with the lot and some will extinguish when the outgoing lot owner is gone. Um, this is a really interesting uh, blog post um, from Lisa Rutland. And um, so if you are living in a unit or if you are planning to buy one, um, why not check it out? The website is www.mybodycorp.com.au. And the article is called Buying a Unit and Body Corporate Approvals. All right, so, and now to today's topic. Um, today we are talking about lifestyle planning and what to consider when downsizing. One of the steps that are very important before taking any action in your future lifestyle. So think about where you want to live. Do you like to live in the city or in the country? What do you need to be able to continue with your hobbies or interests? What is important to you in general? And what would you love to do more? And what would be your dream retirement lifestyle? So these are just a, a few questions, but I mean, and maybe you sit there and have to really think about, <laughs> about it, but it's great to become really clear about the things before you start moving because I've heard stories from people who moved somewhere let's take an example in down the coast from out of the city and then one of the partners is really unhappy actually where they now live the other one loves it but one is completely unhappy and they end up moving back to where they came from and spend a lot of money and you know it's all it doesn't have to be that way if you plan ahead so I really um, and this is a little part um, um, excerpt from my book um, are to really sit down think about it discuss it with your partner I mean if you're on your own then it's a bit easier but it may be also with your family and think about what is important for you or and that is um, the other option you could consider talking to a lifestyle coach seeking some help from a professional because it's a huge topic and very important to avoid costly mistakes so for today, I thought it would be interesting and valuable for our listeners to invite a psychologist to the show. And I met Paulina Cherney-Smith a while ago. And um, after listening to what she's passionate about, I thought that could be a good match and we could have a chat mm -hmm. on this podcast. So welcome, Paulina. How are you today? Hello, Bettina, for inviting me. That's great. I'm happy you are here because you may um, be able to shed some light on all yeah, of these hopefully. questions. So tell us, maybe to start with, tell us a bit more about what you are passionate about. Uh, so I'm a registered psychologist, as you mentioned, and um, my private practice is called Inner Life Psychology. So what I'm passionate about is to helping people discover their inner lives. This is our little house inside us, really, mm. when we take everywhere. We take it everywhere, so why don't we take care of it? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we take care of it? What's inside? What's happening? Why we feel the way we feel and, and how we need to take care of ourselves. 
So yeah, that's 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 my passion. That's that's my private uh, practice um, team, if I can if I can say that. Yeah, I like this analogy with the house because people, when they move, they have to take care of the house and get rid of a yeah. lot of things, and so it's a good chance to also think about your inner house, as you just mentioned. Um, so, what would be your recommendation for people who are planning to downsize? How can they make sure that they make the right decision in regards to their future lifestyle? Yeah, that's like you said, it's a huge decision. It's changing everything. So we need to really sit down with a pen and write down our emotional needs because that's what it's all about. Mm. You know, the way we live our life, it's based on our needs. So if you have unmet needs, we will behave it will affect us it will affect us will make us miserable and unhappy so especially when we're moving somewhere we're deciding to downsize if we don't consider our emotional needs we end up not meeting them we end Mm. up sort of you know getting getting it wrong basically so yeah sitting down and writing down your emotional emotional needs um for example like i someone it's really close to their friends and they really sort of treasure it's just a treasure every chat every week with a friend face to face and if they decide to move sea change for example and they move 100 kilometers away and oh it's yeah. alright we talk to us via Skype and they realize it's not the same it it's doesn't meet that need mm. it's not working then you know you, you, you're not going to be happy you're not going to be following you know what's mm. important for you in your inner self so that's very, very important. Um, when we're writing the needs, we need to be honest with ourselves. You know, we need to really open up and just, oh, you can't really be kidding yourself. Oh, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You know, I oh, will do this and this. Oh, i never done this, but I'll be fine. It's the time to really be honest, to really looking at your life in a way, what's worked, what's important, and what you need in the future. So don't really try to cheat yourself of it because it's not going to pay later. So mm. be honest, talk to yourself, write it down. Um, and also you need to start talking to your partner. And you need to write, they need to write their needs as well because you'll be moving together if, you, if, if you're moving together with a partner. They need to write their needs. And I, I'm sort of suggesting to, to write it separately first. And then come to the table and discuss it and discuss it and be ready to negotiate, uh, but never compromise on, uh, com- maybe you can compromise on the ways of meeting you need, but never compromise on actual needs. Mm. Because if your partner say, no, I want to be away from people, I want to have time to, for myself and you really sort of people, person, you know, that's, that's just mm. not going to work. That's just not going to work. So you need to sort of compromise on the way you both need, uh, sort of um, meet your need, but don't get rid of the need. That's, that's mm. my main point. Uh, what else we can say? That your move will obviously ups- could upset your family, your children, your parents. It, whatever you decide, it will affect them. It will mm. affect them. And people don't usually happy about changes in their life. They, especially kids, they really like their parents be the way they are. Just stay the way they are. You know, you are the constant in my life. I don't want mm. any changes. Which is very difficult when you decide to get rid of the house they grew up in, for example. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's upsetting. They have the whole memories there. You know, and it's just that they want this connection and they're going to lose it. So they, they could be upset. So giving them notice as much you can, it will help. It will help to discuss it, to 
help them to get get over something they need, you know, from their childhood maybe. So as much time as you can. Mm. I don't know, Bettina, maybe uh, how much time you're recommending for people to... Yeah, start as early as yeah. possible because that is closely related to that whole decluttering exactly. issue. And also that big issue that people have to let go of sentimental items or emotions that anchor them actually in the past. It's, exactly. it, it's this... Yeah, it's a sort of a balanced thing, but the the earlier you start, the better it is. I just um, got a, a like a testimonial from a client who is yes. actually not moving before five years or so, but she started to declutter and to to use things she only had sitting on shelves that collected yeah. dust basically and after I had a consultation with her, we went she now said to me, "Oh, she has." Um, adopted an apartment mentality basically and thinking of okay is this going to work in a smaller space or do I better get rid of it now exactly. and and so she's now really working towards that goal which is great I said you are really well ahead that's great um, so you you have the chance to take your time and and also you know to get used with your husband to the new situation exactly. and so you don't have to make these emergency situations um, when which people kind of run into when they wait too long and then get yeah. sick and the the, ch the children have to make decisions yeah about their life and yeah. you know all that so it's kind of yeah the the earlier the, the better I guess yeah and um, it will be different for different people yeah yes. exactly yeah. and maybe starting stages maybe when your kids move out yeah that will be the first stage sort of preparing yeah. you for future movements you know going yeah. through the sentimental stuff which is a very good point and also the kids yeah. stuff because that happens yeah. obviously all the time here kids just park their stuff yeah. in their parents house because yeah. that's it's easy you know they have all these spare bedrooms and yeah. then they use it as a dumping ground for their stuff they don't need and i had that situation with that one lady she said that's all my daughter's stuff and i said well get her in and let her take Stop yeah it. she said i'm going to do that it's this and the, and they then have to worry and you know see it all the time and and have to deal with the clutter of their children actually so it's yeah it's it's and, really there's and, some some yeah. some weird situations coming up after a while they and will, then people yeah. don't deal with it or just procrastinate again and yeah it's Definitely all complicated it will bring up a lot of things and yeah. going through them and actually giving them voice it's 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 very wise move to do it because if you try to stuck it up you know forget about it or just you know tell your children to move it to the storage without sort of advising giving them time to go yeah. through their stuff as well because they will have memories yeah. they will have emotional mm. connection to this stuff so if you if you for example check it out because you, your child didn't sort of look at it for the last few years it will enormously upset them if they find out if you know yeah. what I mean if they wouldn't, but yeah. on the other hand I think you have to be a bit um when you say that, um, radical? ruthless, yeah. radical, yeah. because what happened in that one case, the daughter was overseas for two years already. Yeah. And I said, do you think your daughter still knows what, you know, she doesn't That's need true. it in the two years. Do you think yeah. she wants it when she comes back? She will have a completely different horizon after being overseas for a few years, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's, there's a lot of things. So you have to, at some point also say, okay, 
now this is the deadline. Let's get rid of exactly. that, you know, and and come. Or if you don't come, I'm getting rid of. I'm giving it to the salvos or something. That's going back to the needs. You have yeah. to sort of establish your need. You need you sort of to move on. You want to move on, yeah. and you need to sort of, sort of um, yeah. inform your yeah. child that that's going to happen. Yeah, you have this and this time. I understand that you need that time, but after this time. Yeah, exactly. I need to do something with it. Yeah, mm. so be upfront. You know, if you know what I mean, be upfront, talking about um, sort of communicating as much, as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, your your friends could be upset as well. You know, your friends if you decide to move. You know that you know taking into consideration. Oh, right, that that yeah. will be changing their lives as well because it's all part of we are part of system and, and, yeah, and family that's and right, yeah. the world will stir up and some emotions in them as well you know uh, so yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's right I haven't thought about that actually but yeah. that's it has more yeah so um, consider implications it, on other people as well yeah, yeah. It like a wave it will like mm. a wave which will go and we need to let it happen we need to allow that wave to go through yeah and we need to sort of go with it and and sort of um try to meet the emotional needs and and, and go through oh. them with everyone involved yeah which is you know exciting time in exciting time in our lives you know going through the things you know being excited about your new life as well exactly you know? because that's amazing you know that's amazing you're starting a new chapter yeah, I think that is one of the most important points as well. I, I found when I researched for my book that a lot of people see it very negatively, that whole downsizing journey. They think they lose yeah. everything, they close chapters of the love. Yeah, they, they might do that, but on the other side, I and this is why I interlaced my book with inspirational quotes, I thought I they have right. to rather embrace the change. And then there's lots of opportunities that come. You... you I mean, you you don't know what you don't know. You know, this is the <laughs> saying. Exactly. It, they might meet lots of new friends. They might discover new hobbies. Yeah. I mean, I've done, and that's another podcast episode. Um, I think it was number 36. I can't remember exactly, but mm -hmm. I, I interviewed a couple who downsized from a, a three-bedroom house to um, an apartment, two-bedroom apartment in Manly. And they, they said this was the best decision they made because they... Their lifestyle completely changed. They do things they never did. They and yeah. she was exactly she loves being with then you know surrounded by the neighbors, meeting people in the shops. In the they go they take the don't yeah. take the car that often anymore. They so it's a they they changed their life completely. I mean they don't have children. I have to say so yeah. they didn't have this whole story. Issue, but yeah. they had a big house and lots of stuff, and they just thought now we have to get rid and. They were cr quite clever. They, they they came up with really creative ideas how to sort that all out. And then they just yeah. did it and made a decision. And then they said, okay, we have to, we want to move in a year or so. And then like they had it. this time pressure was on and they had to really work towards and get rid of lots of stuff. And I mean, that's a great podcast. So they ex the lady explains how they, what they did and how they did it. And now they say it's priceless. They have a completely different lifestyle and that was the best decision ever. So I think this they, is, this yeah. is that people don't, are not courageous enough to make that step and say, okay, I have to let go of things. Yes. yes. But who knows what I'm going to discover? That's exactly. That could be the um, scary part because yeah. they probably have what's known, what's the same. It doesn't mm. bring too many challenges, does it? So the, the, the new challenges mm. could be too scary. And if it does happen, I think I would advise to investigate it further. 
why you can't let go. Mm. If there's still something there, you know, some unresolved issues, if you yeah. know what I mean. There's yeah. still something if you can't let it go. And yeah, work on and it. And that definitely. is what you help people yeah, find yeah, out. That's exactly. I, exactly. Yeah, that's and this I is sometimes find. people don't come themselves to that solution and may be stuck and this is why they procrastinate so and this is i think also my aim with this podcast show i have spoken to so many people now and they all can help downsizers to get going so in in different fields and i think it's not that there is no help available it's more that people just don't make that step and i've um, i mean i know from my own experience when we uh, decided to move here to australia seven years ago this was the biggest thing for me in my whole life because I left everything behind that meant something to me from my family, my friends, yeah. my my car, my job, yeah. my career, our everything, the, our beautiful house, which we just had bought five oh, years before and completely renovated. Yeah. And this was massive. I mean, I, I still see, I, I still know exactly how it was when that big truck, okay. container truck closed the doors and our house was empty it was like an empty shell that had lost its soul yeah it was really i I looked at it and i thought oh that's not our house and it was really weird but on the same time i thought i don't want to go no it was this panicking thing but then i said now it's too late the container is closed they won't unpack again and we went and then it was of course it the first year was not hard but it was not easy either i'd say here i had my boys were small really young and they it's yeah, I had to start from scratch, basically. And I think that's a bit the same feeling. You start in a new location. You, yeah. I mean, if you you still know here in Australia, if you just move in your suburb uh, or yeah. in the city. I, yeah. For me, it was all new. I had to learn to drive on the left side. You know, yeah. I didn't know where the supermarket is. I didn't know anything. I didn't know what to buy in the supermarket. It was just, it was a whole thing. Yeah. But now, but then after a while, I, I had really bad moments where I thought oh my god I just want to go back to Germany was you know I have enough of that here and my husband was working already so he was gone the whole day and I was there sitting driving the kids to school and hanging then doing nothing basically and this was a big change for me as well because I had always worked very active life yeah I was like oh but yeah after a while you know everything sorts out and then I yeah my whole life changed because I studied at the design school and you know it's all the I wouldn't do what yeah yeah Yeah, exactly I wouldn't do what I'm doing now if we had not moved I would still be in that company where I worked for 13 years it was really comfortable I had a good job a good money you know it was this why should I change it but it's sometimes you need this this impulse to or whatever this trigger and this was in that case it was my husband who basically came and said no he had a he got a job offer that was the thing and and my son was about to start primary school so we thought oh better now than better now than having him two years in germany and then taking him out of uh, so we yeah so it is this but it was a big step and i thought if i don't do it now i'm not never going to do it again it's the older you get the Com- more complicated it, it yeah, gets but, of course but it know. also gives us the idea that you know the what we really have it's ourselves mm. what we really have what we really should cherish and nourish you know it's ourselves and connections with people stuff is 
it's, it is sentimental, it is valid, but it's just... Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? And this is the thing. Our memories are not in these pieces. They are mm. actually in our hearts. And the yeah. pieces only trigger. You know, we see something and say, oh, that was that thing my grandmother gave me yeah. 50 years ago or something. That's But it's uh, we still, if we don't have yeah. it anymore, it's we still have the these memories but this is what people think they 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 keep all that stuff but you don't you there's methods you can take pictures you you, you can course. find things you can keep a few things you know but not everything you don't need every every bits and pieces you you know you have in your That's house so this is right point it's all in our hearts it's all in, in us in our memories yeah. and we can take it everywhere we can take it it's not gonna exactly. go away it's not gonna disappear yeah. it's gonna be there for yeah. us you know, and this yeah. is the same my mother passed away almost 20 years ago and mm -hmm. i don't have a lot of physical items from her, from her. here i have a few which i would what i took but That doesn't really, I, I, that doesn't really matter to me because it's all my memories are all yeah. in my heart, and I have photo albums, of course, and stuff, and, and things you remember, and yeah. it's yeah. So it's you don't need that physical. And sometimes item. The, the physical items will bring more sort of emotional baggage. If you know what I mean? Yeah. It gives us more, more like it takes more than it actually gives us. Yeah. If you know what I mean? That the, emotional baggage is because you have that stuff. It's in your mind basically. exactly and yeah. it anchors you in the past and yeah. this is also what the book that i just mentioned minimalism live a more meaningful life this is a yeah. great book because the story that these two guys tell is exactly about letting go of all this stuff and concentrating on the five um Main. Five areas, uh, main areas of your life, and and how to declutter them. It's really interesting, and um, so yeah, I think some of the stuff anchors you actually, and is more negative than positive in the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, because if it brings up, if it brings up the good memories, it's good. But what if it brings up the the, the negative memories? Mm. What if it sort of stirs it up, and like I said, it's not really unresolved yet. So it's. Mm. Re downsizing is a very good opportunity to actually clean that up and you make it peace with this you know make it peace with some past events you know yeah. we're not that happy about they are there yeah. we know that they're there and they could be affecting our life we don't even realize it mm, because we're looking exactly. at, at, at we are in the same place we're looking at the same things looking at the same uh, environment and we, we keep bringing it up so changing to new environment fresh start Mm. could really bring you more sort of well-being and, and yeah. balance balance mm. in life so um yeah. to deal with memories and emotional items what is your recommendation um writing definitely writing it down if it brings the, talk to someone involved as well talk to someone talk to partner but also writing it down opening up and writing it down i i know people write letters to their dead parents for example you know they you know they they in their 70s and they decided oh i you know there's still something there i didn't voice it i didn't give it voice to it mm. so definitely writing down letting the emotion out a lot of people are afraid letting, but it's just yeah. an emotion it's just just an emotion it needs to be released basically mm. to to, to To complete a process, if you know what I mean, if it's mm. still in us, if it's it still can stir it up in the wrong way, but if you release it, if you open it up, you you basically gain a peace of mind, if mm. you know what I mean. So yeah. that's definitely writing, uh, writing down maybe even your your memories, you know, mm. with this house or with yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good um, 
point because I'm actually at the moment writing about my life. So I think Beautiful. that is a, a really interesting um, thing to do. I, um, it, you, it's a way of dealing with your memories. And of course, first of all, retrieving all your memories again. You forget so much yeah. stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. And um, I, I started that because the trigger for my desire to do that was last year. I came across a, a little book called Memento by mm. Michael McQueen. And um, what that is, it's kind of a journal with about 133 questions mm. about your life. And it, it's kind of, um, it's structured like your childhood, your uh, adolescent years, your growing up, your job, uh, your f family life, and so on. And um, I, as I said, I came across this book, coincidentally, I, I thought, oh, that's great. So I bought it and I started filling it out. And it took me about three months because it's a lot of oh, questions. Yeah, and it was amazing. Yeah. Just by doing it, I thought some of the questions, I just, the, the, the words just yeah. came out of my pen and on through the paper. And others, I was sitting there. I don't know. And I have no idea. I have, I've forgotten completely. How was that? When was that? I tried and I thought, oh my God, I don't, you know, it was this, I, I discovered so many gaps, missing yes. puzzle pieces. And then I thought I have to do, so I filled it out. I did it as best as I could, but then it was, I wasn't finished. I had that desire to write more. And so I started, I, I thought I have to, to do a course or I have to write a memoir or something. And, um, yeah, so this was one of my New Year's resolutions. And then I started Beautiful. in January. I thought, okay, how do you start that? I have no idea. I mean, I've self-published my non-fiction book, but memoir yeah. is a bit different yeah. genre. It's, I mean, it's still non-fiction, but it's, it's, there can be overlaps to fiction. <laughs> and also you have to learn about structure, about voice, about all that stuff, you know. And so I, I did that course, a research course, and I started doing, um, a life writing class at the Australian Writers Center here in Sydney. And it was amazing. And this started me off. And then I, I've now written 32,000 words and I'm going to do Beautiful. a follow-up class to get a chapter finished. And this whole journey was amazing because I, first of all, I, I was able with those different exercises you do to retrieve lots of memories I had completely forgotten about. Oh, Early yeah. childhood memories, oh, yes. for example. So they don't go away. They, I mean, good and bad ones, I yeah, have to say. There's yeah. also negative yeah. stuff, and this is sometimes you have to write about, but it kind of helps to, I don't know, it just helps me. I'm just writing, it's only the first draft, but I write everything down, and, you know, someone has to edit it at some point. But it's, it's amazing, and what it allowed me, and I think that's also really helpful for people who downsize, you kind of become an observer of your own life. You step out of this in the middle thing. You're not anymore the action. You, you step out of it and you look from a bird's perspective yeah. and you discover all of a sudden I saw 10, 20 years ago turning points that yes. led actually to the decision to com come to Australia. I didn't know at that time nothing. You know, it oh, was this. Amazing. This is really amazing. And you see that was a turning point. This was an important year. And it's just because of writing, I started writing bits and pieces completely unstructured. That was how the teacher said to start. Yeah. And yeah. then you all of a sudden discover these connections. You think, oh, that was in that year, that happened in this year, or there was a big, like moving to Australia, that whole project thing. And so I'm, I kind of, and then I wrote and wrote and wrote, and then I 
reordered things and I thought, oh, this paragraph actually works much better in that chapter or in that yeah, part. I don't yeah. call it chapter at the Girls moment. Without, so, yeah. yeah, so this is a great way because it helps you to, to observe your life and to work through some weird times. And I found out now, I, I realized because how I am now, and this is or how yeah your experiences what you had as a child how that shaped how, who I am now without Definitely. I didn't realize that before but now I just turned 50 so I have this oh, <laughs> whole yeah. view back you know I I see that things in my when I was 10 basically still affect how I feel about things now you know of and, and some some are good some are bad you know you can't let go you have to you have it's the wrong beliefs the yeah. it's part of the journey yeah. it's not like life is not about just good feeling good and yeah. positive memories yeah. no it's part of the journey in yeah. the negative sometimes the, the negative emotion and events in our life are actually changing our lives in in the in a significant more significant ways yeah. than, than, than the happy ones the happy, you know what i mean yeah like yeah 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 sort of the more the turning point, mm. points in our life and like you're saying you know the understanding your life history that's a very powerful that's, tool when i work yeah. with clients that's what this gives you um a sort of um, more powerful way to live your life than getting uh, fragments, just fragments mm. and, and just being, mm. understanding the whole life history of your yeah. life is just amazing. You know who you are in the mm. end of the process. It's yeah, and I, this is the thing. I have these big gaps or missing puzzles because not only did my mum pass away in, oh, in yeah. 1998, it was my grandmother in the same year. So her mother. Now I have the two women who are sort of my most important. They brought me basically up. I have still some rem um, um, memories of my grandmother when I was really young, yeah. you know. But I never, and this is something I really regret, I never took the time to ask her actually how it was. She was born in 1909. She she lived through two world wars in yes. Germany, which oh, was really hard. So, you know, the first one, she was a young girl. And then the second one, oh, she was wow. married. She got her children. So my, my mother has four brothers and they are... Um, so, one, the oldest one is born before the Second World War. And then it go, basically goes through the war and the last one in 1950. So it... And I, I only have some memories, some fragments, what, what she told me sometimes about how that was, how hard it was in, in the war oh, and after the war, oh. nothing to eat, everything ruined. You know, it's and like how that affected yeah. everyone, and so know, I, the family. And, yeah. yeah, and so I now, basically, what I did, I contacted my uncles because I'm about to go to Germany in a few weeks. And I said to them, look, I have all these questions. I'm writing that. What can you tell me? These are the remember. only ones left, basically, who can... Because my, my grandfather died before I was born. Yeah. So I don't yeah. didn't know him yeah. at all. So I have yeah. this massive gap, and I just hate it that I don't know more. Yeah. yeah. And then now no, I, I try to... Straight. And this yeah. is... I, I don't want my children to have that same situation. So I'm trying to gather all I can now and write How this, beautiful that you're doing this that. book, whatever yeah. that, uh -huh. or whatever that's going to be that document. So for them that they, because they were both born in Germany, of course, yeah. and they, my younger son was only three when we yeah. left. So he doesn't remember anything from Germany. No. I showed him videos, said, look, that's you. Do you know that house? He looked at me. Uh -oh, no, 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 you know, it's this, no. so it's really, 
it's sad in some yeah. way. And I thought, oh my God, oh, I, we have this. So now we, <laughs> that was actually another decluttering session. I discovered we had about 16 of these old VH, VHS video yes. tapes. You know, there's old yes. technology. Yes. Yes. No I one remember. now uses. I and I said this. to my husband, hey, hang on, what do we do with these yes, things? So we find a way, found a way to, um, play them onto a hard drive, an external yes. hard drive. So we kind of re replayed them all, connected that camera to the computer yes. and worked out a way. And now we have them all as little movies yes. on the computer. And we watched yeah. them. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was, the yeah. boys were like, oh, look, that's me. And the, that's so we, life, yeah. at least that, and that was in the same way. It was helped me to retrieve some memories for the book but also a decluttering process yeah. because now I got rid of all that video cut the video camera we gave away, we gave somewhere to yeah, you have on a small and, that, sort of and now it's speaker, not yeah, yeah it's on an external hard drive and this was this, at yeah. the same time decluttering you know I said yeah. why we never watch these videos it doesn't even work with the new TV I think I have no idea so yeah, we, we, world, you yeah. keep that stuff yeah. So this is all these. Yeah, it's a great way you can still to deal. Keep it. Exactly. You can, you can still keep it, but you just change the format. Basically. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. just change the format. Anyway, so this is just coming back to our um, topic, but yeah. I think it's a great way of dealing with memories is writing about them, and it doesn't have to become a book or so, but just helps. To oh yes. And definitely. a lot of people say I can't write it. It doesn't matter. Don't you just have it, you, yeah. if you can't do it, find someone and talk, talk. to them or record it, yeah. and just put it. Somewhere recorded somewhere, and then it can be typed up, and it can be you know written down from someone else who does yeah, writing. Thing. Yeah, definitely. But the process, just just yeah. remembering and bringing it up, is just very helpful. Yeah, yeah. very very healthy yeah. process. Anyway, so what would be um, to wrap this up? What would be your top three tips to help our listeners get started? Yes. So let's just summarize that the first one uh, I mentioned would be get to know. Uh, your needs and your partner needs that's the you just can't go anywhere without knowing your needs like we discussed and then negotiate negotiate but again remember not the need itself but just the ways of meeting the needs mm. yeah and then the last one um probably tell everyone involved your friends your families as soon as you can give them as much time as you can and to prepare them to start the conversation early and so they have a chance to do with their memories and deal with their memories the way they want, they want to deal with it. And that will just make the, the whole transitions much smoother if everyone has enough time to sort of to, to go through it. Yeah. Great. That's that a fantastic final word. Um, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. And maybe if people want to look up what you are doing where can they mm -hmm. find you in the internet yes on they can find me online my website is www.innerlifepsychology.com.au so maybe we repeat that not we so quickly that. because oh, we, people only listen so it's www.innerlifepsychology.com.au www and you just google probably you will come up yeah all right so Oh, thanks, Paulina. Thank and now uh, this um, brings us to um, the end of this podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, all you have to do is go to iTunes, um, search Downsize with Style, and then above the description, you find a tab, um, a review and rating. So you click on that. That would be much appreciated. 
or visit our Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com slash Deda to support the creation of quality content on a weekly basis. The other thing I quickly want to mention is my next uh, downsizing workshop will be on the 16th of June in St. Ives um, in Sydney. And this is your chance to get expert advice on decluttering, space planning, storage optimization, your questions answered, and also connect with like-minded people. To book your seat, please visit www.downsizewithstyle.com and click on the workshop tab. It's a three-hour um, event, and tickets are $99 per person. So thank you so much for listening today, and have a great week. Mm -hmm.